Welcome to Scripture Day by Day, a podcast of lectionary readings for the Episcopal Church. Today is Tuesday, February 6th, 2024. A reading from the book of Genesis, the 26th chapter. There was a famine in the land, besides the former famine that had occurred in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Gerar, to King Abimelech of the Philistines. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Settle in the land that I shall show you. Reside in this land as an alien, and I will be with you and will bless you. For to you and to your descendants I will give all these lands, and I will fulfill the oath that I swore to your father Abraham. I will make your offspring as numerous as the stars of heaven, and will give to your offspring all these lands." And all the nations of the earth shall gain blessing for themselves through your offspring, because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. So Isaac settled in Gerar. Isaac sowed seed in that land, and in the same year reaped a hundredfold. The Lord blessed him, and the man became rich. He prospered more and more until he became very wealthy. He had possessions of flocks and herds and a great household, so that the Philistines envied him. Now the Philistines had stopped up and filled with earth all the wells that his father's servants had dug in the days of his father Abraham. And Abimelech said to Isaac, Go away from us. You have become too powerful for us. So Isaac departed from there and camped in the valley of Gerar and settled there. Isaac dug again the wells of water that had been dug in the days of his father Abraham, for the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham, and he gave them the names that his father had given them. But when Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found there a well of spring water, the herders of Gerar quarreled with Isaac's herders, saying, The water is ours. So he called the well Isaac, because they contended with him. Then they dug another well, and they quarreled over that one also, so he called it Sitna. He moved from there and dug another well, and they did not quarrel over it, so he called it Rehoboth, saying, Now the Lord has made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. From there he went up to Beersheba. And that very night the Lord appeared to him and said, I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not be afraid. For I am with you and will bless you and make your offspring numerous for my servant Abraham's sake. So he built an altar there, called on the name of the Lord, and pitched his tent there. And there Isaac's servants dug a well. Then Abimelech went to him from Gerar, with Ahuzeth his advisor and Phicol the commander of his army. Isaac said to them, Why have you come to me, seeing that you hate me and have sent me away from you? They said, We see plainly that the Lord has been with you. So we say, Let there be an oath between you and us, and let us make a covenant with you, so that you will do us no harm, just as we have not touched you, and have done to you nothing but good, and have sent you away in peace. You are now the blessed of the Lord. So he made them a feast, and they ate and drank. In the morning they rose early and exchanged oaths, and Isaac sent them on their way and they departed from him in peace. That same day Isaac's servants came and told him about the well that they had dug, and said to him, We have found water. He called it Sheba. Therefore the name of the city is Beersheba to this day. 
Here ends the reading. Psalm 78 Hear my teaching, O my people. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will declare the mysteries of ancient times. That which we have heard and known, and what our forefathers have told us, we will not hide from their children. We will recount to generations to come the praiseworthy deeds and power of the Lord, and the wonderful works He has done. He gave His decrees to Jacob, and established a law for Israel, which He commanded them to teach their children, that the generations to come might know, and the children yet unborn, that they in their turn might tell it to their children, so that they might put their trust in God, and not forget the deeds of God, but keep His commandments, and not be like their forefathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation whose heart was not steadfast, and whose spirit was not faithful to God. The people of Ephraim, armed with the bow, turned back in the day of battle. They did not keep the covenant of God, and refused to walk in His law. They forgot what He had done, and the wonders He had shown them. He worked marvels in the sight of their forefathers, in the land of Egypt, in the field of Zon. He split open the sea and let them pass through. He made the waters stand up like walls. He led them with a cloud by day, and all the night through with a glow of fire. He split the hard rocks in the wilderness, and gave them drink as from the great deep. He brought streams out of the cliff, and the waters gushed out like rivers. But they went on sinning against Him, rebelling in the desert against the Most High. They tested God in their hearts, demanding food for their craving. They railed against God and said, Can God set a table in the wilderness? True, He struck the rock, the waters gushed out, and the gullies overflowed. But is He able to give bread, or to provide meat for His people? When the Lord heard this, He was full of wrath. A fire was kindled against Jacob, and his anger mounted against Israel, for they had no faith in God, nor did they put their trust in his saving power. So he commanded the clouds above, and opened the doors of heaven. He rained down manna upon them to eat, and gave them grain from heaven. So mortals ate the bread of angels. He provided for them food enough. He caused the east wind to blow in the heavens, and led out the south wind by his might. He rained down flesh upon them like dust, and winged birds like the sand of the sea. He let it fall in the midst of their camp, and round about their dwellings. So they ate and were well filled, for he gave them what they craved. But they did not stop their craving, though the food was still in their mouths. So God's anger mounted against them, he slew their strongest men and laid low the youth of Israel. In spite of all of this, they went on sinning and had no faith in his wonderful works. So he brought their days to an end like a breath and their years in sudden terror. Whenever he slew them, they would seek him and repent and diligently search for God. They would remember that God was their rock and the most high God their redeemer. But they flattered him with their mouths and lied to him with their tongues. Their heart was not steadfast toward him, and they were not faithful to his covenant. But he was so merciful that he forgave their sins and did not destroy them. Many times he held back his anger and did not permit his wrath to be roused, for he remembered that they were but flesh, 
a breath that goes forth and does not return. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 13. Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls and will give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with sighing, for that would be harmful to you. Pray for us. We are sure that we have a clear conscience, desiring to act honorably in all things. I urge you all the more to do this, so that I may be restored to you very soon. Now may the God of peace, who brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, make you complete in every good, so that you may do his will working among us that which is pleasing in his sight. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters. Bear with my word of exhortation, for I have written to you briefly. I want you to know that our brother Timothy has been set free, and if he comes in time, he will be with me when I see you. Greet all your leaders and all the saints. Those from Italy send you greetings. Grace be with all of you. Here ends the reading. A reading from John chapter 7. Then each of them went home while Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Early in the morning he came again to the temple. All the people came to him and he sat down and began to teach them. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery And making her stand before all of them, they said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery. Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. Now what do you say? They said this to test him, so that they might have some charge to bring against him. Jesus bent down and wrote with his finger on the ground. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, Let anyone among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. And once again he bent down and wrote on the ground. When they heard it, they went away, one by one, beginning with the elders. And Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Jesus straightened up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, sir. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go your way, and from now on do not sin again. Here ends the reading. If you would like to read a meditation based on these readings, check out Forward Day by Day, available as a print subscription, online, or podcast. I'm Father Wiley Ammons, and this podcast is brought to you by Forward Movement. Learn more about our work to inspire disciples and empower evangelists at www.forwardmovement.org.